You're listening to episode number 333 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early in, let's be honest, quite frankly, exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? Wanna gamble? They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. But before we vamp for a minute here, kids, by the way, for the Patreon listeners out there, if you watch the video, you will note that I must have been smoking crack because I said (laughs) at least five times that the whole proportions was a three to one proportion yet nothing about those proportions were three <laughs> to one. It, the, I mean, I thought about it this morning and I said to, to my wife, I said, you know, I kept saying three to one. She goes, I know you said it like five times. I said, but did you pay attention to the actual ingredient quantities? Because nothing about that was three to two to one at all. And I mean, she just started howling with laughter because she said, you're absolutely right. That was not accurate at all. So for the Patreon uh, listeners out there, number one, Mark posts the the ingredient list. And and by some stupid, dumb luck, I just happened to have given the specifics on on what the um, proportion should be. But likewise, it's also up on Twitter. So so enjoy that. Don't listen to the video. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't actually listen to what I say. Just just do what I do. Do what he tells you, not what what I say. (laughs) So what's going on with you guys? Not a whole lot. Uh, I didn't get hurt this week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but you should you should see because really I'm still healing. <laughs> yeah, you should see. And I think twice this week or three times this week, he, he's been out and people are like, "Oh man, what what tattoo did you get?" And he's like, "No, it's, right? It's, it's so road big. rash." Like the bandages we have are so big on it. People are just they assume it's got to be a tattoo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's Holy shit. and it looks even worse than it is probably because Mark is so freaking dark. Um, from being out in the sun, and this is all like fresh skin underneath. I, I absorb. Oh yeah, sun. he he really does, and so it's it's like the new skin is super light, pale pink, and still <laughs> kind of has that still bloody tender look to it. When it really isn't, it's just new skin, and and the rest of him is so ridiculously tanned. <laughs> right. So forgive my ignorance, Mark. I assume the answer is yes, but is your scooter electric? Yes. So about how many minutes slash miles, however you've been, if you've even been paying attention, do you usually get off from one charge? It says I can go 40 miles on one charge. Okay. Yeah. All right. Have you, have you tested that theory yet? <laughs> uh, I've 
put over 100 miles on it already. But no, not not 40 miles but in one in session. One I mean, I've run it. I've run it down to like 30% battery or whatever. And then I'm like, I'm one of those people that when your iPhone is half dead, you're like, oh, my God. Right. You get to charge <laughs> it. I have to charge it. <laughs> Because heaven forbid, if he runs it halfway down, getting to someplace, you know, he's got to turn around and get yeah, back. That's so that's right. No, right. smart man. <laughs> well, all right, let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. The very first slot machines were built with gum dispensers. The symbols displayed on the machine related to the gum featured bell gum, whose wrappers featured a bar symbol. The rest of the symbols are related to the flavors available. Orange, cherry, plum, etc. We got that from the book Las Vegas Behind the Tables Part 2. Plum gum? Yeah. Ugh. That doesn't sound good. I like plums. I don't yeah. I don't know what I would think of plum gum. Well, just the name sounds weird. Plum, plum gum? gum. <laughs> well, plum gum. Plum gum. Right. <laughs> you know, it's a lot like watermelon gum. Did you guys ever get bazooka? Uh, yeah, b- not bazooka. Uh, Bubblicious? Bubblicious? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure oh. I did. Yeah. You know, I, I look back at this stuff now as an adult, and I'm like, even as a kid, like, I knew it was gross, but I didn't thoroughly appreciate just how disgusting that flavor was. <laughs> You're like, yes, but there's sugar in it. <laughs> right. And Bubblicious, you can make big old bubbles with, so that was more fun. You didn't care what that's, flavor it was. Right. That's for sure true. <laughs> Moving on, let's talk about the Twit Pick of the Week. This is another picture from at Classic Las Vegas that reminds me of a childhood I never had, but enjoy visiting from time to time. What I love about this picture is it reminds me of the view regular people get all the time. And some of the fortunate ones staying at the Flamingo had a nice view of some of the other options available. It also seems like the kind of picture that causes you to remember that fight you had about where you were going to stay and you overruled Sands only to find out that the room you have is facing that. So all the flaws with your decision are not only magnified, <laughs> they're reinforced every time you look out your window. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Do you know why I love this picture so much, Karen? No, but I expect you're going to tell me, Tony. It's because of the big-ass Imperial Palace Palace. Hotel Tower that's right there (laughs) on that right side of the picture. Oh, I recognized it. Believe me, you can't miss that when it's... I'm sure you shivered. (laughs) I, (laughs) yeah, I I don't look back on that as fondly as you do. I know. I get it. (laughs) As always, we will link to the photo on our blog featured on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instant, Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> How's that? Are you guys doing that Instagram thing? <laughs> that, kids, is what happens when you overemphasize certain uh, uh, letters. Instagram and Twitter. Let's get into the news. This is clever. Tell me about the Corona Vegas. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Vegas is reopened, and the question on everyone's mind is, what's different? So let's talk about what you can expect if you plan to visit in the near future. Now, masks are encouraged, but not required. Although I have heard some stories that some tables will give you shit about not doing the it. The dealers will, yeah. Um, it's not like they can make you, but... I'm sure it can get... Well, they technically can because they don't have to allow you to gamble in their establishment. Yeah, I guess. But do you really think they're going to go that far with it? 
I mean, what if you just tell him, like, I can't, man. I can't wear this mask. It makes me feel like I'm suffocating. Then you say, well, then thank you very much. Maybe there's a slot machine over there you'd like I to know, go that's, play. That's logically... I don't know. Logic would do that, too. Yeah, they would. Currently, all the casino staff is wearing them, but visitors are running about 80-20 not wearing versus wearing and declining all the time. Right. I mean, it seems like each time I go out, it's less and less. Now, gambling is different. You're only allowed three people to a blackjack table, and depending on which property you go to, um, there may be giant pieces of plexiglass in between you and the dealer and you and the other players, which I've heard, actually, I've, I've heard... I don't know if mixed reviews is the right word for it, but in that vicinity where people have talked about, like, I thought this was going to be worse than it was, and it's, it's not that bad. I, I don't know. I, didn't, I haven't really I think had I a chance like, to talk to someone. I like the idea of, of being separated. <laughs> like, my whole <laughs> life, I've always had to make up these invisible barriers <laughs> to deal with all the anxieties and bullshit that like, I've oh, got. Oh, now they can't this touch me. Just like, going, you just stay over there, sir. Your my space, your space. That's right. And now very, you can't cross into mine. Clearly defined, sir. <laughs> uh, also, four, uh, you can only have up to four people at roulette and poker tables. If they even have poker tables, there's a lot of places that don't even have their poker rooms reopened right. because of the the crowd problem, um, or because I guess you can have over fifty people in them. I guess is the problem. I think it's the number of players at the table, as well as the number as well of total as, players yeah, in yeah. the yeah. Uh, and then cra- the, probably the weirdest looking one is craps, especially if you go to a craps that, that has, has dividers, dividers on them. Yeah, which that I'm psyched that. See, I think that's what I want to do this this evening is is get brave uh, enough and 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 saddle up to those and see if I'm not like I feel so safe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, masks aren't required, but you are re encouraged if you're playing table games to wear them. Uh, depending on the property you're playing at, uh, it'll determine the level of shit that you're going to get for not wearing a mask. And like I said, based on what I've been seeing, it seems like nobody's saying anything at all. When in MGM Resorts and El Cortez have installed the plastic dividers I t- mentioned a, a minute ago, and that's how they're enforcing social distancing at their players, other casinos are just have reduced seats. Uh, some properties like the D, Golden Gate, Venetian Palazzo, and Wim Resorts are checking guest temperatures before allowing them to enter the property. That's not nearly as invasive as you'd think. They've got some pretty high-tech stuff, so most of it is just you stand in a spot and then they give you a thumbs right. up when they're yeah. done. <laughs> now, properties open include, on the Strip, MGM Grand, New York, New York, Cosmopolitan, Bellagio, Caesars Palace, Flamingo, Treasure Island, Venetian Palazzo, Win Encore, Slots of Fun, Circus Circus, Sahara, and Stratosphere. Downtown, everyone is open except Main Street Station, which surprised me. I can't believe California, they went ahead with California and not yeah, Main Street Station. that is surprising. Station. I would have thought the reverse. If I had a guess, and it's truly just that, it, number one, the hotel rooms have been renovated at the Cal, mm-hmm. so there's a little nicer mm-hmm. hotel difference if you're going to stay. And then they did that big reno on their on their casino floor up where the three of us had been playing blackjack mm-hmm. all evening during the last 360 Vegas. Right. I would assume that's it, but it seems to me so easy just to open up Main Street Station with that uh, connector over, you know, right. that 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 pedestrian walkway. Just let pe- funnel people back and forth. It, it, don't open up the, the the hotel if you don't want Main Street Station, but at least open up the open casino up floor. Casino. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. 
While pools are opening at properties, it's being reported that they are only for guests. They are also operating at 50% capacity, so once it's hit, lines form and people have to wait until other people leave before they can come in. Can you imagine waiting like that? I know. No, no I couldn't. I, not for That's waiting for a pool. No. Yeah. Many restaurants are open now, but are commonly only offering reduced menu options. Buffets are still in the process of being reimagined. Attractions like the High Roller, the Fountains of Bellagio, and Madame Tussauds have reopened. Shows aren't expected to come online until sometime in July. Property, does that surprise you? No. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, you looked up and I'm, I'm like... I'm just watching you, that's all. I'm paying attention. I am engaged, Mark. <laughs> you know what is interesting is the High Roller being that you're, you know, you're in this enclosed circle. Right. I can get the the fountains of Bellagio to a certain extent. You're outside. Everything's blowing away. And maybe they could find a way to keep you six feet apart at the Madame Tussauds um, museum or whatever they call it. But being in being in, in the bubble in the high roller, that's that's kind of intriguing. To well, me. and then how do they sanitize it? So like when a crew comes off. Oh, wow. You're right. Because the they constantly move. Right. I mean, so is it like does it go like every other cabin? And I don't maybe they just turned it back on. And like now I'm curious. But like, how are you guys doing this? Yeah. Because it's it's like once you let somebody off, like there's not enough time. It's almost for, like you have to give that thing up for 30 minutes as they yeah, clean. The that's thing. what I mean. It's, then, it's, how can you efficiently do that? Because then you've got one cleaning crew. One person in each pod. Yeah. And like they huh. get out of one and then go into the next one. So it's kind of a constant <laughs> they come in shift. With a power washer of sanitation. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a flame it's just drawer. dripping. <laughs> it's like, like you're fumigating something, right? They toss the bomb in and shut the door real quick. And right. just they, oh no, God. it'll clear out in a second. Hold there on. Is. Oh, shit. <laughs> now, properties on the Strip are openly promoting free parking now while still charging $40 a night for resort fees. That said, re- uh, reports are coming in that resort fees are being waived upon request with very little effort. Downtown is still charging for parking unless you'd like to jump through some hoops and deal with the valet and or validation. Which the parking thing still just. It's annoying. It's like, see, here's the, here's the thing that annoys me the most about it is for the most part, I think downtown is really smart. They do a lot of smart things like, like the idea of them all opening up together at the same time was, was a smart, you know, cohesive thing. Having the, everyone under the canopy open. Yeah. 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 And this seems like an obvious answer. Obvious that that you're discouraging locals from uh, or, or Californians from coming down. From coming visit in, you. yeah. And you guys are doing such a great job. Why would you do that? that well, that's and crazy even to me. the city of Las Vegas was advertising. Oh, you could get you know free parking downtown if you parked at this lot. It's nowhere near anything you'd want to go they're, to downtown. They're like remote lots. They're yeah. like satellite parking. Right, is, is what it's like. And it's so like there was one lot that's free and the others you could get a discount if you went online, downloaded the app, booked a reservation to park, then you could get a discount on parking. What a pain in the ass. Exactly. That's what I mean. It's, it's like, just, it's silly. It, I mean, downtown, shame on you. You're better than this. Preach. I mean, everything else they've done pretty well with it, but yeah. that, that one's not yeah. so good. It's very disappointing. I, I, I'll be sincere. I, you're not getting as much of my money as you could be if you had free parking. Yeah. I mean, how often do I head down to the stripper because the stripper. <laughs> <laughs> which, one, which one? What's her name? Right. How often do I head down to a place where I know they got free parking? That's all I want, man. Well, and yeah. I'm coming to your place. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it is nice to see everything starting to come back to normal. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about 
the lack of people wearing masks and not because like I'm not a germaphobe kind of person with the whole thing, but it just seems to me if you know you're coming to a bil- a building, a casino where there's going to be a lot of different people of a lot of different ages from a lot of different places, like safety would kind of seem to say, you know, wearing a mask is probably a good idea. I'm not sure if I said it or somebody else said it, but somebody said something about about um, Vegas is where you go to escape from reality. So the yeah. idea that you're trying, like wearing a mask is like kind of forcing them to to yeah. face reality. And, and that's why, because one of the things I noticed today, we have an FHE coming up where I ended up checking out some locals properties. And the locals properties do have a higher rate. It's not much higher, but they are wearing more masks than, than those on the strip. The strip is just going down. Well, and the other side of it too, and I think we might have said this last week, is that the, the people that come to Vegas, especially right now, they're gamblers by nature. Yeah. So they're kind of like, fuck it. Let's see what happens. I mean, <laughs> right. it's just sort of in their nature to be risk takers. Right. Battleborn pins are Disney quality enamel pins of vintage Vegas icons. The ever-expanding collection includes this week's featured pin, the Dunes Turret. During its first six years of existence, a sultan. Hands-on hips, standing proudly astride, was the signage everyone associated with the miracle in the desert. 1961 would see the Dunes undergo a drastic transformation from a motel into a hotel with the opening of the 24-story Diamond of the Dunes. That expansion also included a new marquee sign, the Dunes Turret, or more crudely referred to as the Onion Sign. Unfortunately, in 1993, the Neon Museum was still three years away from becoming a thing, and as a result, this icon was destroyed in a promotional event celebrating the opening of Treasure Island and the implosion of the dunes to make room for Bellagio. This mini enamel version of the monument cost $10 or $26 as part of the Vintage Vegas Combo Pack, which includes the Stardust Shower of Stars sign and the Mint Marquee. 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 20% when they use the promo code 360. Just go to bbpins.bigcartel.com or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com and click on the banner ad for Battleborn Pins. I think my only, the only rub I have with folks coming to Vegas and not wearing the mask, at least particularly at the, um, at the table games. And, and I think I've said this before, but I'm going to say it one more time because I just think it's so apropos and I can't take credit for it. It was a meme on Facebook, but something along the lines of, you know, you, you don't have to take your 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 grocery cart back to one of the little corrals where it belongs or take it back into the store where it belongs. You can, in theory, just leave your shopping cart right next to your parking spot and you load your groceries into the car and you drive off leaving that cart just sitting there for some you know worker to have to come collect. But the nice thing to do, the considerate thing to do, is you take your grocery cart back to the cor- to a corral either in the lot where right. it's designated to be put, or you, you know, you, you push it back up to the to the store, whatever the case might be. The same thing holds true for wearing a mask for these people either at the grocery stores that work there or the the blackjack dealers and craps yeah. dealers. They have to be there. So in that instance, if you want the luxury of being able to play a table game. Wear the wear your mask not for yourself right. but for them out of consideration for them so that you don't get them sick 
wear the mask to, to block, you know, the, the spittle that's that's kind of blowing out from your from your <laughs> breath as you as you're breathing. You're heavy talk, panting you as you case. can't wait to see what that next card is. <laughs> or or if you're panting, absolutely. I mean, that's yeah. my philosophy is I if I were sitting now, I'll be real honest with you. If I were in Vegas and I were at a slot machine or I were at a, a video poker machine that's not at the bar, it's not a, a bar top video poker. If I'm sitting there and it's just my wife and I, yeah, I would probably yeah. remove my mask. Right. But, but if I'm sitting at the, at an actual blackjack table out of pure consideration for the, the blackjack dealer, I'd, I'd wear my mask. So well, it's, even, it's a personal, you know, for you, Tony, thing. like, you know, you're not going to infect anybody. Right. But it's still, it, they don't know that. And peace of mind. Right. And even if you wear your shirt that says whatever it says, you know, I've, I survived the virus or whatever. Um, right. The, the dealers don't know if that's actually true or you're just being a smart ass wearing the shirt. So. For sure. It's just here. I completely agree with you. It is. It's a courtesy for the other people. You want to talk about a shirt that I wanted to wear, but I'm like, there's no way I can get away with this because my Tolkien's life matters. Oh, yeah. No. Sure. God, <laughs> yep, no. Right. No, right. no, 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 no. I want I want you to come home. That that's a shirt you need to just retire. No, no way. I got to I got to wear it. What are you talking about? Like it died down since that episode, and I got to wear it for a while. And people were like, oh, it's funny. Yeah, but now now no. No, I don't know. Now <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Now you need to retire well, you know, that shirt. What's funny is I saw somebody wearing a Black Lives Matter, and that's what made me think of it. I was like, oh, I should wear my Token Lives Matter. <laughs> right, and then run up to him and be like, twinsies. <laughs> Look, <laughs> we're we're on the same team. And Mark doesn't come home. Again. I know, right? Ow, ow. <laughs> All right, so in the same vein that we've been talking about stuff that's that's open, let's talk about what's currently open or at least coming soon to be open. Yes, this week, Excalibur, Harrah's, and Link O'Shea reopen, although Link's hotel and parking garage will remain closed for the time. The Las Vegas Sun reports Link's food and beverage options will include Guy Fieri's, mm. Nook Cafe, Hash House of Go-Go, Catalyst Bar, and Rematch. That's my favorite bar in all of Vegas right now. <laughs> Harrah's plans to open with the Piano Bar, the Carnival Court, and the Fulton Street Hall. It was announced that with the next round of properties to open will be Paris and Westgate. Westgate says that they will attempt to enforce a mask-required ruling uh, at, at the uh, table games and elevators. Acting CEO and MGM Bill Hornbuckle... Oh, wait a minute. Acting CEO for MGM... I don't know if I said it like that. Bill Hornbuckle announced Luxor and the shops at Mandalay will reopen June 25th and Aria, Mandalay Bay, and its Four Seasons will reopen on July 1st. I think I forgot to put it in here, but they said that Paris and Westgate are opening next Friday. I don't think I put that. Yeah, I didn't put that in. Interesting they're doing it on Friday and not Thursday. All right, so technically Thursday is only if they want to open uh, early, and I don't think people are doing that anymore because I went to Link. So X, I went today, and Excalibur's open. Harris is open. Link wasn't open, right. and I tweeted about it, and they were like, oh, we're opening at 11. So everybody had said they were opening on the 11th. Right. They, they didn't. They didn't open until the 12th. Hmm. All right. Next, let's talk about the Boyd slash Station Casinos purchase. Vital Vegas is reporting that Boyd Gaming has purchased Fiesta Henderson and Fiesta Rancho from Station Casinos. Yahoo Finance seems to further confirm this with its reporting that Boyd just raised $600 million issuing new stock. Neither party has confirmed this transaction. If it is true, 
This would be the second time Boyd has helped out station casinos during economic hardships. The first time, we'll discuss a little later in the show. All right. Oh, yeah, exactly. Teaser. I I find this interesting because obviously, you know, the rumor was that Palms was on the the chopping block to being for sale. They're getting ready to reopen. Right. And I find it interesting that instead of. Yeah, that's something else that we just glossed over. Palms is supposedly getting ready to reopen. I don't think it's a prop bet, Um, but they haven't committed to a date or any kind of movement. So it's just kind of like. No, 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 we're open. We're just waiting for the for the right time. Right. And, and I guess I just, I find it interesting that um, instead of, I mean, it wouldn't make financial sense to try to sell the property. They just sunk how much money into to, to refurb it. Three quarters of a billion. Yeah. Um, and instead they are selling off two of their locals. And when you couple that with how they've changed their um, rewards. So like now at stations, you don't get, tier credits for table games or video poker. You only oh, get no tier, tier credits for slots now. Get out of here. Yeah, that came out last week, earlier this week. Oh, sorry, now now you've truly got my attention. This is Stations that's doing that? Yeah. And so it, does that hold true for, your, for example, your beloved uh, Red Rock? Yeah. No yep. shit. Yep. So no, no table games and no video poker. You don't get any Holy tier credits cow. for those. Wow. Talk about doubling down on the people. Like like truly saying our most valuable people in our minds. The slot players. Yeah. Holy shit. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. Well, and, and what I don't know, though, is so if it's not table games, but if you play at, and this might be worth going to, to check out, like one of the stadium games that has the virtual craps, um, roulette that kind of stuff does do you get tier credits for that or do they consider those tier uh, table games as well and you don't get anything there because it could be a way to push people into the virtual games where you don't have to pay for dealers and less chance of cross-contamination and all that other crap but yeah it's just it's interesting i find that move interesting along with selling off to locals yeah huh all right all right, well, listen, why don't we move into prop bets? For those of you that are unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. Moonshot.com is the place where you can get your favorite vintage Vegas shirts. Incredibly comfortable to wear, available in male and female cuts, multiple colors and sizes, reasonably priced, and cool as hell. Options include this week's featured property, the Dunes. When it opened in 1955, The Arabian Nights-themed resort became the 10th hotel casino on the Las Vegas Strip. For a marquee, they chose to use a 35-foot-tall fiberglass Sultan. Standing astride with hands on hips, the Sultan was installed on top of the main entrance just off of the Porker Shore. A car headlight, cut to look like an oversized diamond, was placed in the Sultan's turban and would light up and sparkle at night. Designed by Kermit Hawkins, the man who would go on to design Vegas Vic and the Silver Slipper, was considered one of the great electrical displays of the time. You can get this and dozens of other vintage Vegas shirts starting at just $27. Use the promo code 360Vegas, no spaces, and save 15% off your order. Just go to moonshot.com, that's M-0-0-N-S-H-O-T.com, or just go to our blog, 360VegasPodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for moonshot.com. First up, 
plants along Bellagio's parking garage caught fire this week. No one was hurt, and while the cost of the damage has not been determined, its impact on the shrubbery is obvious. Huh. <laughs> I'm sure there's a joke about burning bush in there, but... <laughs> well, there is now. <laughs> I'm not... All right, please continue. Downtown Las Vegas properties continue to charge for parking, except for Main Street Station, which is the parking lot that's located on Stewart and Main. The city of Las Vegas is also installing touchless payment options to parking garages, supporting Apple and Google Pay. That's the thing Karen was talking about. Like you got to get the app to... And, and book uh, a reservation book to a park. Res- yeah, it's a, whole, it's a, it's a yeah. whole thing. But yes, uh, I can confirm that Main Street Station's parking lot, uh, not the parking garage, right, the parking the lot. lot. Uh, is that sits behind the cow. It is free. I do think you at least have to go inside Main Street Station to get it validated. Well, no, you can't. Not, not right now. Not right Main now Street Station is closed. Free. Oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's free, but you got to come in and get it validated. <laughs> We're not open. <laughs> got it. Got so it. We just Thanks talked for... about that, Tony, about the casino right. not being opened. Yay, Pay attention. Logic and common sense. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> Seemingly behind the curve. Penn National Gaming, the parent company for Tropicana and M Resorts, announced their new COVID-inspired protocols with plans to open their 41 properties across the country in early June. It's unclear if anyone has shown Penn National Gaming a calendar or explained the definition of the word early. It's <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> they've, they've got like three more days for it to be considered Before early. Before it's no longer early. Right. Right. Jeez, oh, Pete's. <laughs> Wet and Wild Water Park announced plans to reopen the park June 22nd with 50% capacity. Wet and Wild... 50% capacity of water? (laughs) 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 Wet and Wild is located about 20 minutes west of the Welcome to Las Vegas sign. While not very accurate, the LVCVA has released an inspiring new commercial advertising the reopening of Las Vegas, showing the city relighting itself with the simple tagline, now open. We'll have a link for it on the blog. It's a cute, it's a cute commercial. It is a cute commercial, but what I find interesting is now they've, they've already dropped or stopped using, they were using a hashtag called, it was hashtag Vegas safe. Oh, were they? Yeah, which apparently they've, or Vegas, I think it was Vegas safe. Yeah, and, the, and they've completely dropped it because... I guess people were like posting pictures of drunken debauchery and passed out on the floor <laughs> with the hashtag. And I'm pretty sure it was Vegas safe. That's the only one that's making sense to me right now. But I yeah, like that. whatever the hashtag was, they've, they've officially stopped using it. <laughs> that's great. Um, New York, New York's casino cage was robbed early Thursday morning. The perpetrator was apprehended less than two hours after the theft. The amount stolen, nor the crime was committed. What were what what? The amount stolen, nor how the crime. <laughs> my my mouse my mouse was hovering over one of the letters, and it changed what the word meant because of <laughs> Vegas. What? <laughs> the amount stolen, nor how the crime was committed, were not revealed. <laughs> Venetian's resident show, Human Nature, will not be returning to the property post-COVID. The Australian quartet has been performing at the property for the last seven years, making it the longest-running headlining show at the Venetian to date. Isn't that a wild factoid? I would have thought yeah, Phantom would have been longer. Yes, absolutely. I would have thought Phantom mm, would have. That's true. Yeah. 
I thought it was, I thought you said it was a weird factoid they were closing. I'm like, well, no, no. Well, I can't believe but they've been there seven years. Like, I, I know they've been there for a while, but they were at Imperial Palace, and I can't believe it's been seven years but since they were at Imperial Palace. Honey, honey, we're getting old. Time's flying, man. Uh, right. <laughs> Vital Vegas is reporting that the D is offering free parking for the first three hours with validation from the Players Club. Let's see. Why can't I just Hoops. park for free? Hoops to jump through. Why do, why do I have to get in line? Why do I have to come to your establishment and be like, all right, man, let's fucking gamble. Let's have a good time. Oh, hold and on, and stand in a socially, in line for a, a socially distant line, which is going to stretch all the way yeah. through the casino. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I, I, I have said this many a time. It makes more sense to validate the parking after a certain duration of time versus capping the amount of time because at this point now right. my philosophy would be is well gosh we're approaching the three hour i gotta marker. get the hell out of here yeah do we want to take off wow. and go some great else? point yeah great point. versus if you if you entice somebody to yeah, stay at least they three have hours for at least an, yeah a couple right. hours that's a great point because that's really what what you're going down like well but the i guess the flip side of it could be if you okay, if you say you have to be here at least three hours in order to, to get it validated, then are they actually playing at the D, or do they just park at the D, wander around downtown, and go do something else? And once they're three well, hours, I is up, they come back. So I, I I would like to believe that downtown understands that when people come, when locals come to visit downtown, it's a whole thing. Like we're coming down to play at the at many of the casinos and have a nice meal. Maybe do some well, yeah. other attraction thing, but not the people from like Southern California. That are coming in. I guess you're staying there. You probably get free parking. I would hope, right? You would hope. I yeah, doubt you it. Would hope. But one one last thought, though, uh, Mark. Before we move on, is just uh, to your point about the locals coming down and then parking at the D, but then going off to other places. Again, that only reinforces you need to be here for a certain amount of time before we'll validate. Right. So that if you are going to come down and you are going to park in my parking structure. You're not going to get it until you hit a certain, you know, again, let's just say three hours for the sake yeah. of argument. It encourages the person to stick around longer and not just use my parking structure as a, as a, as a free temporary parking it's, lot. It's so. good for everybody because now you're encouraging them like you need to waste time downtown if you're coming down here to get free parking. That's a, that's a hoop I would jump through that's easy. I mean, except sure. for the validation is the problem. Right. That's, that's yeah. not always bothering me. All right. And lastly, Resorts World Construction reached another landmark this week as the lettering for their name began to be installed. It's just the R right now. It's it's been too windy to put up much more of anything the rest, else. Yeah, I yeah, they got the R up, and then this afternoon. it was like, eh. well, and this week it's been on and off. So yeah. like they had a decent day yesterday, and they got the R up, and who knows how long it'll be till they get the rest. Yeah. Do you think this is this is for real? Do you think this is still going to happen? This Resorts World. Yeah, they're putting the name on it, man. This thing's going to actually happen. Yeah, at this point. The screens, as soon as they started testing the screens, I was like, oh, shit, this is really going to happen. But they still have a long way to go before that thing is anywhere close to ready to open. Uh, yeah, it's, it's got, it's got some, some time. Yeah, because the whole front is still a disaster. Yeah, yeah, they don't have a casino built yet. They just right. finished the tower. All right, all right. Well, I, I will still then be uh, uh, optimistic about it. <laughs> Reluctantly, but I'll be optimistic about it. Yeah, That's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to the river. So let's check the river here. I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I've got your <laughs> <laughs> It's perfect.
literally just read the words that Mark gives me that's in front of me. So I apologize for however bad that sounded. Uh, this week, we're going to do another 360 FHE. This is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share with and share this experience with you. And this week, you went out and explored the Alante. Did I pronounce that correctly? It's Alante. The Alante. Uh, Alante, as well as the cannery. Tell us about your first-hand experience. So... Why did I want to visit these properties, you may ask yourself, as if you needed an excuse to visit a casino other than because it's a casino. Well, as it turns out, I'm sure to no one's surprise that these two properties have some history that interested me, and that's why I decided I wanted to pay them a visit. So starting with uh, Aliante, it originally opened as Aliante Station in November of 2008. It was a joint project between Station Casinos and the Greenspun Corporation, best known for owning the Las Vegas Sun newspaper. The 211-room Locals Casino is located approximately 12 miles north of the Strip. As a result of the Great Recession, Station found themselves over-leveraged and looking to free up some cash. So, they sold it to Boyd Gaming in 2016. Unsurprisingly, Aliante reminds me of Red Rock. A lot. I'm saying not surprising because it was built after Red Rock, but... It looks like Red Rock Jr. Hmm. Like, like. So Boyd took it over and didn't didn't really change anything. No, no, just what they had to. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's not 2.0 because it's not better. Right. But it's it's like it's like Junior. It, it's it's almost it, it's it's a clear shift in concept for them. Um, clarify that is a compliment because I still think Red Rock is the nicest locals. Now onto the cannery. Unless anybody, you, you guys have any questions about Aliante? Nope. No. I don't. Not me. Cannery. So the Cannery is a 201-room locals casino owned by Boyd Gaming. Uh, it's, a, it's themed as a repurposed industrial plant and located about 10 miles north of the Strip. It's located in an area where they do have industrial plants, so it fits in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I kept waiting so the, to see the it. Workers the workers get the workers get done and just roll on in, huh? I always <laughs> thought that was interesting, uh, like that concept. Like you are catering to those people just kind of rolling out of work. It's like you you feel comfy. You've been there all day. Come on in. It, only here we'll give you beer. It makes it makes me think of um of of like the Flintstones. <laughs> like you just just the horn goes off and they're like fucking sweet. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> It was originally built by Millennium Management in 2003, led by a man named Bill Palos, who was voted the Casino Executive of the Year in 1990 after the successful opening of Excalibur for Circus Circus. Millennium would go on to expand not only the cannery, but open a second location of Boulder Highway, named the Eastside Cannery. As a result of the Great Recession, once again, Boyd acquired both in 2016 for $380 million dollars. The Cannery Casinos are adorably small by modern standards, and the original does set that standard. Both of these are really nice properties, but all things being equal, I wouldn't make a special a special trip out to visit them unless it's something that you wanted to go check out. Because, well, yeah. I mean, if we wanted to go gamble, like specifically at a Boyd, there's one a lot closer to us too. Right, right. Yeah, I, it's it, it was. I'm glad I went. It was fun to to check them out. Um, I I really like the the cannery aesthetic they're these cute little uh casinos that you can literally see the other side of the casino from one end to the other yikes but they've got table games in it it's not just a slot parlor 
They're 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 sharp little properties. They both of them have these pinup girl uh, motifs to them. <laughs> um, kind of back in the industrial age, huh? When we were building stuff for yeah, um, the war effort and all exactly. that. Exactly. For my for my gal back home. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I gotta work hard for my gal. I gotta get back to her. Oh, She's waiting for me back at home. <laughs> I wish they actually really talked like that back in the forties. <laughs> we gotta get back to my gal. <laughs> gotta talk real fast. <laughs> Oh my god, that's awesome! I, I think I saw the answer to this um, on Twitter, but because I want to live vicariously through you guys for just a hot minute before we close out, did I see that you guys have made an ah? Uh, has ha- have I seen you guys had the opportunity to hit the mob museum's speakeasy downstairs? Yes. Oh yes, we did return. We actually um, had a chance to go. So whatever their like their official opening day was on Sunday, but if you were a member, you got to go in yeah, you got to go to a day, day early floor. on Saturday. So wow. yeah, we we walked through it um, kind of fast. I mean, we we did go through the whole museum, but more just kind of a strolling sort of thing. You get a kick sure. out of this, Tony. I have a new quest. I want to read everything in the yes! Mob museum. Yes, <laughs> that's my quest. <laughs> I'm trying. Yes, I'm trying to. So this this these are the quests that I make up for like. Why do you go to the Neon Museum like a dozen times? Like I have different quests. <laughs> well, I mean the Neon Museum can change. I mean they do rotate signs out right, and move them around and that I, kind I of know. stuff. I know. My but, point being, like, yeah. why do you keep going to the same museum all the time? Like, going, well, for one, they're cool. For two, I usually have a quest. <laughs> <laughs> and, and frankly, for folks that have been there, they know you've got these areas that are set up even within just one floor they have very different themes very a very distinct concept to what they want you to learn in this particular chunk of this particular floor you know what just fascinates the shit out of me i just love and frankly there's a part of me that wants to figure out if i maybe want to try to take like a um a landscape picture of it and turn it into a poster to frame and put down here in my basement is that really cool where the mob makes their money chalkboard quasi chalkboard Mm -hmm. where it'll have it and it's in that area where they show a video and it's for me it's just the coolest thing because they'll have these it's almost like a what do you call those where you do that like the thought charts where you'll 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 draw a stick what was it like a flow chart yeah okay yeah we'll call it that and they'll they'll write they'll put a bubble and then they'll have like a main topic and then they'll have the the lines that come off from Mm -hmm. that bubble and it'll be things within that overall concept it's just the coolest thing because they talk about you know there was alcohol and there were prostitution there was prostitution and there was gambling and it was just the way the mob would make their money and and in the rackets where they would just go out and quote unquote offer protection to the local dry cleaner I just God, it's it's awesome. So I don't blame you, man. That, I don't. That is blame. awesome. They they've got a new. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, they've got a, a new digital thing that they showed us last time. That um, is the that digital the, wall. Yeah. Oh, you totally get a huge. Yeah, you're gonna get a kick out of that, dude. It's it's this giant digital wall that that's shows a, you. It's a map of the world. Yeah, it's a map of the world, and if you touch it, it'll show you the type of organized crime they have in that, and even like what's going on today. Yes. And it, it's oh, all it's all yeah. current organized crime in different parts of the world and if you you know click in it there's you know new stories and coverage and details and um all kinds it it was i mean it's a a massive it's impressive i'm like i can just sit here and and touch and read all these things this is awesome right which is ironic that they they opened a touch screen wall (laughs) and a lot of the other exhibits where you have to touch to um 
start playing a recording or to hear something um, have been deactivated. But the so like the individual ones have been deactivated, but the gigantic wall you can touch. Right. <laughs> right. Which is kind exactly. Of exactly. But yeah, we did. We we popped down into the speakeasy, and they had the um, the little secret room was just wide open and. Um, again, it was there weren't that many people there because right. it was members only, and it was sort of their first day getting back. But I'll tell you what, this all the staff was just ridiculously happy to be there, yeah, and just chatty like there's no tomorrow, and, and just I, I, that's actually probably the biggest problem with the with the masks is understanding people. Yeah, yes, it's definitely muffled everything. Yeah, but the um, yeah, we had an awesome an awesome bartender uh, down there too, so who's cool. yeah. yeah. Yummy, yeah. tasty cocktails. Uh, I saw your I saw your pictures, and I'm like, oh god, this is just it's just it's it's for me it's cocktail porn. It's just so <laughs> it's gorgeous. I have to go to the Mob Museum together. I can't believe we haven't. Okay, already. sure. I you you know me, brother. You do not have to twist my arm to get me to do that at all. Cool. <laughs> all right. Well, listen. I think that should probably do it then for episode number 333. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas. And you can get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on. That's over at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send us some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360 Vegas Tony. Karen. I am at 360 Vegas Karen. You just told you where you can find me, so till next time. <laughs>